Yo, guys, what's happening? Listen, Lessons. listen, bro. Is it me, yeah, or is Boris Johnson and um Matt Hancock, mate? They are moving mad out here. <laughs> Yo, they are they are moving like all them Nigerian politicians well, in that like third world country. Bro, what's going on? <laughs> They move like all them African politicians, bro. Yo, it's mad. Like, to be funny, though, all these things happen everywhere. That's what it shows. Though. But, 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 but just, they're good at hiding there. But they got like, exposed That's my this point, time. though. It's so flagrant right now, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so flagrant. If, if you think about it, because I was watching on TV, yeah, they were talking about he paid his man. No, he his man gave him 50 bags <laughs> for him to renovate his house. <laughs> in return, he's gonna give the guy like bare contracts and everything. You know what I'm saying? So, I was like mates rates kind of thing. Bro, that's, that's what they're trying to prove. Obviously, that's what comes with politics. Favors in high high places. Um it's not new. Yes, in Africa, places like Nigeria and Co. There's a lot of conversations about that because it's openly done mm. and, and people expect, you know, once you've got a friend in power, it's about time you're about to be a millionaire. Yeah. But when you come to the Western world, people expect that things like that don't happen, but it's a lie. It happens it all happens. the time. However, because the system runs a lot better than it does in, you know, developing countries, people don't put their eyes on that. If not for social media and our 24-hour media cycle, this wouldn't be news in 1993. That's true, though. Very true. You're right. You know, 1987 with, you know, the the prime minister then and all of those guys with... She had her son was caught up in in a coup d'etat somewhere in Africa. (laughs) Yeah, that's mad still. In Africa, yeah. That's mad. Spending hundreds of millions of pounds to try to get a a government elected Mm. only because he wanted to be the main contract guy. Margaret Thatcher's son. Mm. All right. They had to fly they him back. Know. They put him in you see that? You see that? Like you're saying, all right, because because like no one, they, no one's talking about it. They found him hmm. guilty. They found him guilty. They locked him up. So the ex prime minister, obviously, she cried to hmm. the government. You know, my son's in jail in Africa. Let's go get him. So they had to go get him based on MI6 British yeah. power thing. Of course, wow. in the he would have died. In, yeah, because he was funding. You know, a a a, a fucking coot in that. Yeah, yeah. Yo, so I did not know they, this. So they do that all over the place, and mm-hmm. in systems like in places like the UK and the United States of America, where politics is is has a lot more eyes on them, they try to find other ways to do to, it to give people money. Like, oh, I'm not able to fund, you know, to give you money over the counter. So when you're launching your book, I'm gonna buy a million copies. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why yeah. should you come and speak at my fundraising dinner and pay you half a million pounds? That's what Tony Blair does. Tony Blair gets paid. At the time when he left the office, he was getting paid half a million bags. Yeah, he was that's crazy, bro. Because he was, was quite good at it, wasn't he? Tony Blair, bro. Yeah, he went places everywhere you see him. He's an expert, bro, isn't he? Cameron. That's why he got in, entangled in some yeah. heat the last couple of weeks because he became a director of a company where the, the owner of that company, I believe, used to be an advisor to him when he was a prime minister. Okay. So when he stepped down as prime minister, they took him in as a director. Now, the financial crisis over the last 12 months hit the company bad and they wanted to get some government funds. This OPPE loans and all of that stuff, save your furlough scheme. Mm. Of course, they have an ex-prime minister on their books. Why don't you give the new 
vice you know counselor and the prime minister a call and make sure that our company gets money. So he gave them a phone call, send them WhatsApp messages, boom, that hits the the public space that the ex-prime minister was trying to pressure the councillor and the prime minister to get money for the private company that he's now a director of the That company. is crazy, bro. So I, saw, I saw the text when he came. It was uh, mad. It's the same thing. That is crazy because if you look at it, right? But then this is the difference here, though, right? Here, when, when they find out and they are questioning the prime minister or whoever yeah. it is, right? He knows that his job is on the line. Yes. Right. He knows that his job is online, so his job is to find a way to be like, nah, to this not. Yeah, to, to obviously go away. But then in Nigeria or in Africa, it's quite different because I was watching some politician. Right. This, this was in Nigeria, and he was asked like, oh, do you think um, that you collect bribes and do you think you're bad, whatever? Right. And, and my mom was like, you know. The thing is, I can say that I'm not perfect. You know, the money that I'm, that I'm collecting, you know, <laughs> how this is to take care of my mom, from for my mom to go on medical bills so and everything. To be honest with you. Mama was saying it on no, national TV, no, bro. It's, it's not because of the system. It's because of the mentality. It's a different thing. Because where they are not held on. Where we're coming from, we naturally believe that once you get into political power and you get into government, the next thing is to enrich your pockets and enrich your family and close friends. Naturally, it's an acceptable behavior. Whereas if it comes to the policy, it's a different thing. Mm. In South Africa, the ex-president was dragged through the mud for spending over a million dollars or whatever to renovate his own private house. And they dragged him. He was one of the most powerful guys, you know. He became president after Tabo Mbeki. I forget yeah. the name. Zuma, was it? Zuma. Zuma, yeah. He's, if you Google Zuma now, the investigation is still carrying on. They're not playing. He might, he will, he might not go to jail. He might not get in trouble. But, but they're, they're going to drag him. Quiet. They drag him. They're dragging him. You know, if you look at Nigeria as well, even though nothing will happen, people would. But there's, there is... There are policies there that are supposed to take care of these type of misbehaviors. However, the mindset is completely different. You're looking at you know, people that 99% of the time, everybody's doing the same thing. You know, I was watching a video I saw on social media yesterday where a police officer was trying to get a bribe from a commuter in a state, and the commuter was saying, listen, I don't have any cash. Can I transfer you the money? And the police officer was adamant that I want cash. Mm. I think I saw that video. Wow. Yeah, I'm not, listening. No I'm not transfer, taking no risk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Transfer, like, how am I going to eat? And yeah. How am I going to eat? Yeah. Now. So it's the order of the day. Yeah, it is the order of the day. It's because of the mentality. You know, that's where we come from. That's how mm. things have run. There are policies and systems in place to deal with those types of behavior, but everybody that you want to engage to deal with that type of behavior is engaging in that situation as well. And they have excuses from here to Pakistan <laughs> to, to back that. <laughs> so it's a difficult world, you know. I, I, it's a sad state of affairs. It's great to see... It happened in the theater here at the prime minister's mm. office and mm. see how they're dealing with it. But you you and I both know, number one, it's almost like 9.9% certain that he's all going to lose his job. His power, his, his, his party is in power. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah, 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 the country yeah, during mm. arguably the most difficult times yeah. in the last 20 years. Um, you know, he is, his popularity amongst the public 
He's riding high. Yeah. The position have been battered to a pulp for the past 20 Nothing years. Nothing is going to happen to him. Yeah, yeah so labor is, yeah. Labor was, is nowhere. Yeah. What this can do is probably just be a chink in the armor and damage, soften him up a little bit. Mm. So when it's time yeah. for the you know the opposition to have a little bit more strength, they can say yeah. They can. But with regards to this thing, oh no, we're no, not no, no, swear. That's not, yeah. Ain't the votes coming on? Thir- is it Thursday? Yeah, for Mayor of London. Yeah, yeah. Roughly. Oh, it's Mayor. London. Yeah, for the Mayor of London. Okay. Yeah. It's Mayor and the local election. So okay, what the. Opposition, the Labour Party and Co are trying to say is, yo, you know, the, the, this is an example of Tory cronyism and yeah, you know, this is what taking they do. care of their friends and just enriching the Eton yeah. boys and Oxford University, Cambridge, all of that. If you want to go back to a system where we care about the people, start voting for opposition from the local elections, mm. such as the mayoral situation. Mm. And hopefully when we get to a general election, we'll be strong enough to get these guys out. Right. That's that's yeah, right. yeah. Right, right, right. It's kind of old now. We've heard it time and time again. Yeah. It's always yeah. It happens that they say that, then it's the same. It's I, people that, I don't again, no. It's I reckon. A, it's a popularity eventually. contest. You know, a lot of people don't understand that. You know, politics is a PR stunt. One hundred percent. The person most that's most the time, po- yeah. popular, most likable, eventually gets elected in. So yeah. regardless of. You know what the general public think. If you've done a great job at marketing yourself, Boris Johnson was the first conservative in years that people from the other line actually felt like yeah. voting for because mm. he had had a successful PR run from being mayor of London and making a fool of himself. Yeah, that's a thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, having six or seven kids out of wedlock. And Mama's a player, you know. So he's doing his thing. <laughs> bro, nah, he's bro. he's out there. He's no, out he there, bro. That email, nah, bro. he's he wild. Was having bro. An affair as well. He had some he's wild, bro. Or something he's as well. wild, yeah. bro. He's wild. But let's double back to the whole Nigerian thing. What yeah. do you think? From your own perspective, because yeah. at the end of the day, we are not politicians, yeah. you know. What do you think that Nigeria needs to do? Because we are looking at Ghana yeah. making moves. Yeah. You know, the CEO of Twitter, yeah. you know, he he now has a stay in Ghana and everything. Yeah. Ghana's looking nice out here in yeah. the you know, all over the world. Right? I've said that yeah. So so what do you think? Nigeria has to do, man. Leadership. Because we got to do something. Leadership. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing you can do if your leaders lack um, ideas, if they lack understanding of what's going on in the world, mm. if they lack empathy on what the, pro- the, the problems that the people are facing, if they can't connect with what everybody else is doing around the world, if you've, you've got leaders that are, you know, they're 40 years late. You know, they're stuck in 1987. You know, yeah. These are leaders that don't understand that the younger generation, that you know, the young guys and girls of today, you know, they are the job creators. They are the inspiration to the, the future leaders. They are everything. You don't have to be in the office nine to five with a tie around your neck to make an income and pay your tax. Yeah. They have to understand that, you know, just sitting down waiting for oil to come out of rivers and sit and, and stuff, that's that's all. No. No. Job mm. creation, one. Yeah. You know, they have to look at other areas of job creation, the, the IT sector, the internet, you know. Things have changed. A lot of things have changed, Number bro. Number two, you have people that need ideas, man. You know, you have to engage the young folk. Mm. You, you have to engage. The because young we have the brains. We have everything. We, we have, have everything, human bro. Human resources like nowhere else in the world. We have, you know, 
resilience that I don't believe any other country can boast of. No, no. Probably only China, because a lot of the recent generation, the generation over the last 40 years, have been born into instability, uh, poverty, and knowing struggle for life. Yeah. Mm. So we take it in our stride. 100%. We, we go everywhere else in the world and excel because of the fact that we came up in an unstable situation. Yeah. So Nigeria has what it takes apart from leadership. So no. we need to find a way to ensure that this old, you know, a cake, uh, eagle-eyed guys don't get into power and only take care of themselves and get private jets yeah. and fly here to London and, and their kids be looked at as celebrities when they've done absolutely, absolutely. nothing. Fuck all, mate. Because... But just, you know, just eat off yeah, mommy and daddy's money that they've stolen from the government. Yeah. Know? And, you know, because of poverty again, it's put... Nigerians into positions where we look at you, we know where you've got your money mm. from, but because we're in desperate positions, we still have to heal you and bounce. Try and collect something. Just because we yeah. need to survive. Mm. So when people have to to survive, you know, they would, you know, they would allow anything. A lot of things. I, I think that's a tool as well. That they they actually I think these politicians know that you, poverty is it's a tool. To, yeah, it is a tool, I think, because yeah. they're using it to keep people in check, yeah. like keep them down there, always wanting. Because I don't see why, okay, say the NSAS, okay, let's see for when the next election again, 23, isn't it? 23, yeah. Let's see what that NSAS would, because I don't think. But I don't think that's going to do it. Uh, see, no, nah. see, unfortunately, I don't point, think that's going to do nothing, bro. At one point, we, so when do we now have that mentality shift? Like you no, mentioned mentality now. I think, I think. So when does that shift happen? I think the shift happened. Um, there is no way in the world that the Nigerian government will believe that young, yeah, jobless, true, true. and those that have jobs will stand up one day yeah. and let the world be aware of the problem. What's going they on? They never believe yeah. that they will come. So what we saw with the NSARS movement was was a wake up call. That 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 listen. Yes, it's going to take gonna do a this. lot more of that. However. Now they know that there's some form of power yeah, yeah. that can happen. Yeah. And because of that, you're going to get one, two, three, or four potential criminal leaders that might have a change of heart and be like, yo, I don't want them coming to loot my house mm. yeah. and yeah. kidnapping my kids. These young folk that I'm looking at in my streets, when, when the vultures don't, do turn on us. Bro, it is going to work. Yeah, they're coming. So some of them will change. You mm. know, those that live in the city, Lagos, Ibadan, you know. They, of course, those in the north, they don't care. They've kept, kept the people in, in such They've suppressed them, in it? Yeah, they suppressed the them right now. can't even see beyond that. So yeah. I think the NSARS movement was fantastic. It just showed the young people that they do have a voice. They can use it if they came together. But it will take a lot more of that to yeah. eventually make a massive change in 2023. And for me, I think another thing that people don't say a lot that I've always wanted to say is that I believe that we need a crooked former leader to have a change of heart. Mm. Yeah, somebody, you know yeah. The ten billion We've dollars enough, I stole, yeah. I'm ready to invest it in bringing young leaders forward. That's all we need. Yeah. We're gonna have to say let let bygones be bygones. 
This guy was crooked. He stole mm. so much money, but he decides to say, do you know what? I'm going to back these young mm. people with that. He needs to come from the top there. I, yeah. I see your point. It's got to. It's got to. It's got to. It's got to. You don't. It's got to. And then to. hopefully others will follow suit That's kind it. of thing. Yeah. Somebody That's said it. to me, someone said to me that what this guy did in Ghana, um, Jerry Rollins. Killing everybody? Yeah, that... that you know, if we're not careful, mm-hmm. a time will come when so- someone might just rise up one day. They've broken the system down. That would have happened even during the NSARS movement. Mm. Of course. that's a, If that was 30 years ago, that instantly, that's military regime. They're Easy. coming in straight. Easy. The people are not happy. Yeah. They, boom. The next thing will be my countrymen, my fellow countrymen, due to instability in the country, we are here. taking over. That's it. You know, But the system has been broken out so much it was impo- it's impossible now going forward to have young military men or women that would decide to step into that type of role because you have a situation where all the presidents we've had were ex-military men yeah, of course. in trying to secure their position as presidents mm. they broke the teeth of the up and coming military guys right. retired other threats to their positions. Right. Put them out of their jobs just to keep themselves safe. Yeah, yeah, Obasanjo yeah. Obasanjo did the same. Harry came in, retired no, all no. the pumps. This guy, they've got so, the army on lock. So they just cost, put, yeah. they just straight away just just made this, you know, this this army, made them impotent, mm. made them toothless. You know, they had an ex-air uh, marshal or whatever. He was assassinated two years ago. Oh, shit, killed by the roadside. Wow. You know, yeah, until tomorrow, ain't nobody. He was ex minister for for aviation or something, proper military chief of army staff or whatever. They killed him like a dog That's on the side of the road. Till tomorrow, we don't know who killed him. So they just picked all the opposition, yeah. whatever the problem is. Yeah, retired them, fired them. Da, 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 da. Yeah. That's it. So to now get people that would have to have that type of clout. Get to that level and say, okay, they can put a couple guys things. together and say, yo, let's go for the head. Nah, they're not gonna do that. That's not gonna, that, that's not gonna do that, man. It's too it's hard. That's yeah. mad. That's mad. That's they're mad. gonna need some bad guys that are ready to die. Mm. Storm on the, you know, that is too much. It's too, yeah, much. it's too much. Too many, and then there's too much risk. How many people are you gonna be speaking about that kind of stuff to? Yeah, of course. That would be agreeing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing. True, because yeah. people are hungry, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like someone will just go to um straight to the back and be like, listen, this is what the guys want to do. So How much they, you gonna give me? They can't they can't do that. Sure. I you think know? we we've gone past that. What we just want where we are is uh a powerful person with a change of heart. That's yeah. all we need. Yeah, man. We need a makes sense. That's a, a repentant crook that's got money in the bag. Uh, yeah. Like, you know what? Decides to back somebody that he knows is genuine with his love for his people, yeah. ready to do some amazing things. You know, the president of Ghana, you know, the president of Ghana, nobody's looking at his pocket. You know, because why? he's doing stuff. Because he's working. He's working, man. He comes to the That's UK, it. He brings the banks together, come invest in my country. He goes back home and makes sure the electricity is trying to invest in that. He's trying to bring all the expert trades from everywhere in the world. A lot of Ghanaians that are born and raised in the UK and America have moved back to Ghana. A lot of people are moving business. back to Ghana, man. 
A lot of people, man. So I think the P, yeah, they, they've baby, got the PR. Yeah. Just, they rebranded. It's smart, man. Mm, that's you know? it. That's all you need to do. What what Nigeria's had for ten years, due to the Afrobeats community, uh, every Christmas doing concerts and inviting people from around the world to come home. Um, Ghana went hard for two years, did the year of return. That's it. Opened the doors to everybody and overtook Nigeria. Just like that. He got me in like. No, it's no, not. Just Ghana is the place to Ghana. be. Now. Ghana is the place to be like the last three years right now. It's a and country. Wow. Ghana is one of the countries that slavery, you know, that slavery people were stolen from. Oh, yeah. Including Nigeria and all the other yeah, countries. It was like a gateway. Right. Well, Ghana decided to say to the black community outside of Africa that we will offer you a home. So you want to come back home? <laughs> you want to know where your ancestors were stolen from? The year return. We've got it here. You know, we, wow. when you come home, we'll take you to the, to we'll the show to you. point of no return. We'll take you to the slave castle. We'll take you to where all those places that you've been dying to see where your ancestors came from. Mm. And that's to black people in America, Southern America, and everywhere else in the world. So if you don't have a home, don't worry about that. Just come to Ghana. And we will offer you home. So wow. they played it good. Everybody, they played it good, man. Definitely, they definitely, definitely. played it good, man. From the West Indies, everybody, yeah, Khan, yeah. everybody's there. Yeah, everybody's everyone is there, bro. Dungeon, everybody's in the castle. You know, laying reefs. You know, being emotional. That's that. That's they, that's mm. that's it, man. They're doing it good, because, man. You know, our people good. in Nigeria just so dumb, slow. You know, corruption, man. Self-centered, corruption. It's unbelievable. Uneducated. You know, wicked. Something yeah. wicked in there. Mm. It takes a wicked person to being jealous. Exactly. And making phone calls and saying, da, 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 da. you know, you've got entertainers that you should have pulled into close and made them official ambassadors. Of course, of course. Like whiskey, Davido, all them guys, man. You know what I mean? You know, but. But at the end of the day, man, big up to Ghana still, you yeah. know, and we are always going to keep on praying for Nigeria, man, yeah. you know. But um, apart from that, listen, man, we really, really appreciate you coming, man. No, nah, thank you. You man. know what I'm saying? You, you, you are, shoot, you, shoot, you shoot, listen, yeah, man, well. you are a man that needs no introduction, man. Thank you, you know, you've been doing this for time, bro. You've been doing been this for time. Yeah. No, no, nah, he's been on it, man. And we're tapping into the we're tapping into the stardom, right? He is, he is, he is paving the way for us and all that. We're tapping into that 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 view of greatness, man. You got me. You know, and we really, really do appreciate you coming, man. You know, everything that that you're doing, your interviews are fucking amazing. You know, your your um shows, all that. We really, really this is a privilege for us to have you here, man. Thank you, man. You know, Thank we you really appreciate you, man. Taking the time out, you know, to to have me here. Unfortunately, I can't drink any of the drinks. You I know, know. <laughs> like, smart. It's mad. Like, bro, we got drinks here. There's a lot of drinks here. So for everyone. You could drink with your eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? We got bad drinks for everyone, man. You know what I mean? But it's so funny that when people come here, they be like, yo, I don't drink, you know. I mean, like, listen, we got the drinks for you. Yeah. a few. You know, but, yeah, man, but once again, man, thank you, man. We appreciate you. You know, so if we're gonna deep dive into you right mm. now, yeah. Um, your first memory, mm. you know, in this media world, mm. how do you start? 
or what made you think you know what this is what I want to do is it like a passion thing or um, I I studied sciences at university that's mad sciences biochemistry microbiology plant science all of that stuff yeah I came from a scientific background my pet, my dad's a medical doctor my brother's medical chemist statistics listen that's that, that, that's from. a typical African family <laughs> yeah. right there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> typical African so, family right there <laughs> that's, that's where I came from yeah um, but I don't I always just had like a passion obviously for I didn't have initially I didn't have a passion for Nigerian pop music until kind of late in my uni days mm-hmm. was when it really grabbed hold, you know, Two Face DBR, oh, yeah. Remedy, yeah. yeah, 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 you know, Tribesmen, yeah, of course, of Tribesmen, yeah. Too Short, Big so Lord, we mm. the, the passion was just basically just listening to the music when you go to your friend's house. I have the tape in my pocket, so just in case they're not playing your type of music, you hand it over to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, well, them ones like, geez, tape. No, yeah, yeah, play, yeah, play yeah, my thing. Up, yeah, you're on your way out. That's for your I, I beg, we'll give it. Yeah. <laughs> you may never see that again if you didn't claim it back. Yeah, yeah. I know one story. You get me? Yeah. So when I moved to the UK, um, a friend of mine that we had done a bit of modelling together in Nigeria, she, I used to go and see her in South London, in Peckham. And this day I went there, and as I was getting there, she was getting ready to go out with her friend and she said I have to go to like a radio I've got like a local radio station here in Peckham that I do uh, I host a radio show on so I have to go you can go home or you can come with me it's like it was in summer it was so hot yeah you were like man let me just go there's nothing I'm going to do at home so I went there that day um, the radio station was called Empower so it's Nigerian Power okay in the heart of Peckham that day she was practicing to do some voiceovers. So she said, oh, please, can you help me? Just, it's like a conversational voiceover, you know, one of those. So I helped her, we we're reading back and forth and the owner of the pirate station just came from like the back. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I like your energy and your voice and whatever you do. Do you want to host a show? The energy car. <laughs> the energy car. The energy car. The, the, the energy car. And he was like, yo, do you want to come and host the show? I was like, I haven't hosted oh, a show for real? before. Yeah, I was like, yeah. The guy Just said, like that? The guy said, there's slots here, man. You can come play whatever music you like. And that's it. Maybe once a week, two hours. I don't know. I spoke to my friend, who's like a third of us. And he was like, yes, yeah, let's do it, man. Shout yeah. out to Ron Pampa and Don Lee. A shout out um, to them, man. Yeah. And I was like, yo, let's do it. So we started coming in there. We started, the first show was called the urban black beats. So we were playing everything from hip hop, army, dancehall, because mm. dancehall was huge. Yeah, back then. back then, yeah. And then one or two kind of like African Afro sounds, bit, yeah. like Awilo, Two Faced D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, big, yeah. the big, big guys one. at the time, yeah. So we'd be playing that. And then a couple years, maybe like a year or two, we changed it. That's when the term Afrobeats in the UK started to swirl around. So we called it Urban Afrobeats. Right. So we did that for like maybe like a year on Empower. And then I moved from Empower, which was a pirate radio station, and moved to the first official Sorry, radio station here. Was this the Debanch era? Before we No, before Debanch. Okay. Yeah, so it started in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Debanch started like... 2004, five. Yeah, yeah, it started I'd over been here. On radio here by that time. Right. Yeah. Before the band. Because them Awilo times were before yeah, the band. Yeah, Awilo, 
uh, Magic System. Mm. Those, those were the band was here 2005. I believe was when the band started. I think so. 2004, yeah. 2005. Yeah. And then we moved to another radio station called Voice of Africa Radio. That was the first official African line sense station in in the UK. Mm. And we changed it from Urban Afrobeats to I think we, we called it the Afrobeat Show. And then we were playing strictly just African music. Wow. So it could be the Afrobeats or R&B, Baki W, K-Man from Somalia. Yeah. So it was just wow. all yeah, sorts of African. Like way back, way back, way back. And that's where it just, so it became a passion thing for me. Obviously, there was no way in this world you'd think that you can earn a living from that. Mm. It was, you know, we're underground, we're in the dark, we're in some shifty buildings. We were just speaking to an audience that we believed was out there, yeah. wanted to listen to our voices, our music, but really didn't have the financial muscle to make to make any changes for us. Damn. Yeah. So how do you feel now, right? Like then. Just like you said, you guys were on the ground, yeah. you know, shifty buildings and whatnot, right? Fast forward to right now where things have changed. Everything is digital now. That's why I'm like, excited. You know, right. That's why I'm, you know, I talk about the the this generation of Afrobeats and Afropop artists like they were sent from God, you know, because I, you know, I know how they've... You know, the transition has been, how they've changed perception mm. for Africans here in the UK and around the world. I know where the slight changes started from Peace Square to the badge, the bad to more hits, more hits to Banky W. Bro, the, that era was crazy, so, man. You know, it's a transition that I remember every single knob. And to eventually get to a position where now, you know, the Timberlands is mentioning Rema's name like yeah. that's his brother. It's you know? to the that's world crazy, now. bro. It's to the world right now, for bro. For me, coming through all of those eras, it's... You must have story for years, bro. Oh, you don't even want to know. You, you know. must have stories for years. Um, unbelievable stories. Bro. Who is the artist right now that yeah. obviously you're looking at right now and see where they are, right? Yeah. But at that time, you're like, yo, I used to know this guy back in the day. Like, you know, Everyone. we were all hustling and all that. Everyone. Like, Yemi Alade, Olamide Bado, every one of them. I was the first person to interview any Afrobeats artist you know in Europe. Bro, bro, that's major right there, bro. That's major right there, bro. Yeah, yeah, you. That's major right there. That's major right there. The Ben TV's, uh, you know, the Femi Ben TV magazine show, DJ Abbas on intro, you know, they had like a show and, and the Black Knights. But from like 2008, nine, all of the guys you see today, yeah. I was probably the first person that they came across. They, they, they'll just come through, man. You know, yes. Yeah. So I was up, seeing man. them from, you know, from Ade Kunle Go, just being like a quiet guy in the background. And oh, yeah, he's big shot right now. Whatever. Yeah, he's so big shot right now. I've seen all of that, or everything. And though Jazzy was in that crew, wasn't he, at that Don point, Jazzy that was time? Don Jazzy was hits, and they went back home. So yeah. it was Don Jazzy and the band went back to Nigeria. Yeah. You know, they, they, they started here. You know, DJ Abbas actually gave the band his first ever stage to perform at at a Nigerian independence ceremony. I think it's 2005 or something like that. And then he went back to Nigeria and wanted to do stuff. 
And they decided to, you know, they took that risk and made it big. I remember that time that they went back to Nigeria, right? A lot of people were like, yo, these guys are crazy to come back to Nigeria. Like, you guys are in the UK and everything, right? But if you actually look at it, from my perspective, maybe I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I stand to be corrected, right? But I kind of feel that we kind of perceive artists that come from Nigeria or Africa as authentic Afrobeats. Back then. Artists. Back then, you couldn't be an Afrobeats artist that was successful without going back to Nigeria to, mm. to make your name. It was a right. perception. It was because, number one, the producers here didn't get the sounds perfectly. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people were born and raised in the UK, their accents and pronunciations weren't that course, authentic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So people had to go back home. However, what people forgot was that they were going to be kids like my kids. Yeah. Born in 2006. Yeah. Raised in the UK by African parents. Mm. They don't necessarily have to see. If you're successful coming from Nigeria, that's cool. Mm. But they also mess with Midas Jagaban. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it changed. Yeah. So, because a lot of us back in the early 2000s, yes, some, a lot of people were born here, but a lot of us that really were championing the culture were born and raised in Nigeria. 100%. So we had a stronger and a more emotional connection to with it. artists yeah. that were coming from back home. Yeah. I was super excited to see the Darkfoot drivers here. Mm. I was super excited to see Olumentain or, 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 you know, I was gassed to see yeah. them here. Bro, he's, na he's naming names, bro. <laughs> right? You know what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Bro, back in the day, when you hear these guys here, he's naming names, no, bro. It was that big, I can say for myself, back then, I never used to listen to no American tune yeah. then. Oh, because because you know what? If you it remember, was all Afrobeat. Nah, but if you remember in the nineties, it's so crazy that you said that, right? Because in the nineties in Nigeria, right, it was all hip hop, like yeah, hip hop. Yeah. Hip -hop you know, boom, boom. We grew up on. I grew up on everybody from Boys to Men, exactly. Mm. I went from everybody, Naughty by Nature, and all. All that. So the first Afrobeat music you heard in the late nineties into the early two thousands, even with the beginning of P Square where Afrobeat's music that sampled hip-hop and R&B. So Plantation boys back in the day. they have like a beat, they remake a popular yeah. hip-hop okay, yeah. and they made Afrobeat. Yeah. So that was the yeah. only way most of the fans could take the music in. Yeah. Okay. So we hear a sound that we're familiar with, you know, uh, boom, 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 boom. That, that Kid Sweat had made huge. Yeah. And then boom, P Square do. Their own thing on it. Yeah, yeah. Peace, peace at the time, they were riding Osha, so fam. They were riding Osha yeah, at the time as well. Yeah, yeah. It's easy, you know. So, whilst everybody's going, oh, they play uh, Keith Sweat, you know, they, they, they go drop Peace Square. Everybody's loving it. Yeah, yeah. You know, or Remedies yeah. will do me dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Facts, facts, dun, facts. Dun, dun. That's a two-time beat. Yeah. Wow. Hey. Oh, that year, Remedies was mad. Remedies was mad still. Shout out to Tetsu. We had no choice. Everybody had to use, because we were so deep in... In hip-hop, man. We were deep in hip-hop back in the day. Yeah. A lot of these artists in America that are dying poor today, if they knew how big they were. In Nigeria, man, they were huge. They're huge. He was part of looking down on Africa and not thinking that Africa was a place and we got it, you know. They, they were okay. yeah. Yeah, so they were charging us like stupid money to come perform in Africa. So only the biggest stars and the biggest 
coming. these platforms could book them. Yeah. They're, they're asking for ridiculous money. You know, Chris Brown, Jay-Z, Rihanna, Beyonce, they all performed in Nigeria. Yeah. But they had to pay them. Huge money. Millions. Huge wow. money. Whereas if they are known, that was only Lagos. They go to Portaco, they could go to Benin, they could go to... Um, they, they South, they Southeast, Enugu and all that, yeah. audience in every, every state. city that they went to. <laughs> every yeah. state. But they didn't know because of social media. Right, right, right. It's always that looking down with Africans and not thinking that, oh, it's, you know, these people got yeah. it, you know. So everybody had to kind of walk that walk. But once we started to enjoy our own beats, slowly but surely the production got better. The mixing and mastering became better. The music videos were of top quality. Yeah. We just took off. Yeah, just I think off. that, yeah, the music video era was, yeah. 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 Once you shifted to doing, investing your music video, yeah, that's, that's when, when... the music video directors when, became celebrities yeah. first. Yeah, they became Chesson, like... Yeah. All Clarence them. and all yeah. them. Yeah, Terrence, yeah, yeah. Terrence, Peters, Terrence, know, Terrence These yeah. people became celebrities mm. because they were shooting international videos and stuff and then slowly but surely, it just started to get, you know, grab a hold and then boom. Came but I think, came. but I think one Afrobeat music video that I watched right back then, I was mm. like, "Damn, this this looks different." I think it was P Square. Mm. P Square came out. They had their, stairs, stairs no, no, no. Their stairs. first music video where where they started like dancing and everything, right? You know, because they started it. I, I think they were like the first that actually put in. Because the, their brother shot the video. So their brother was like the almost like the director or executive director. Yeah, so much he attention into it. Yeah. From making movies. Oh so right. Right, right. He was a movie maker. Mm-hmm. He's got two young brothers that had dreams of becoming big in the music business. They started trying and doing their stuff up north and all of those places. And he decided to come to the table and he said, okay, let's let's join forces. I'll bring my talents to the table. You bring yours to the table. Let's make this thing work. So he started, so most of their videos, he was just directing it. Yeah. So he came from the music, from the movie world and he was giving us some cinematic experience. Yeah, true, yeah. true. And once that happened for them, once that happened, then I think more hits now came in with the with, with the visuals. Their visuals was crazy at the yeah. time as well. You know, listen, if you look back, we've come a long way, man. We've come a long way to the world right now. And right now you're just looking at it. Everyone, because back in the day, we said it here a couple weeks ago. Back in the day, yeah, if you said that you're African over here, People are gonna be like African, but now everybody just want to be African. Everyone wants to embrace that. You culture, know what I mean? Man, Everyone so just want to embrace the culture right now, man. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. You know, but I'm gonna ask you three questions, right? Yeah. Because we don't want to dive in too deep and everything. Um, your best or your most favorite interview, mm. your worst interview, and whether you released it or you canned it, right? And who was that artist that you met? That you were like, damn, I've made it. My favorite interview, I think my favorite interview is difficult to choose a favorite, but I believe there are some significant interviews that I had. Mm. One was the one with Whiskey. Mm. As you know, 
the fast rising Justin Bieber style. Yeah, Africa. yeah. I was the first person to put a mic in front of him, you know, outside of Africa. Probably the second interview you see of Whiskey anywhere in the world was with me. Yeah. And, the, you know, everything that happened before that happened, I interviewed him at Smade's house. You know, he was staying there, you know, he'd come him and Ice Prince. So I think that interview was significant because everything that he we saw and we felt that we saw, um, he became and surpassed. You know, we saw a young star that was about to shift the game yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. open the door and do something exciting for the young folk in the game. Yeah. Nobody could have dreamed of how high this guy was going to go. Yeah. So that was incredible. Another one that I would repeat is interesting. You speak of whiskey, you have to speak of David O. Is mm. that it was David, uh, a young 18-year-old guy. From he was that young? He was 18 at the time when I interviewed him. Just turned 18. Um, from a billionaire's background. Yeah. Who has everything but wants to make music wants to convince everybody that, that I'm he's as good. hungry as you are. And I'm also very good. Plus, I'm about to change the game. Mm. And that's, you know, that's coming just 12 months after we've had a shift with a whiskey. With a whiskey and every year. So you, you mm. never think we would have another kid and yeah, 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 yeah. from this young kid who already has everything. Guess what? He hits the mark and surpasses it. Bro. Plus, everything he said in the first interview. That he was going to do. Everything. I, I spoke to my brother. Shout out to DJ Larry of Factory 78 who I've worked Shout out to him though. Shout out to him. I spoke to him last night and I told him to go back and watch the David O interview and cut out some clips there. Because I remember even now, even though it's over 10 years ago, David telling me exactly what he was going to do mm. today. Mm. I change wow. this game. I'm coming with culture. I'm coming with visuals. I'm going to show them my lifestyle. I'm going to show them mini documentaries. I'm going to change with swag. He said everything. No, but, but they changed it though. He did it. Everything. I remember. Did it. I remember when you. Uh, as it's good. You remember you mentioned the mini documentaries, but that everything. was a game changer. Yeah, he killed it. He, he that, was, that was a game changer. He killed it. So the fact yeah, yeah. that this young kid that had everything. And still had this much drive and passion and said exactly what he wanted to do. And then Did for it. me to watch him step by step by step do, do his it. things. It's crazy. That's crazy. So those two are very, very incredible because a lot of things happen because of that. Mm. So I always look up to those mm. two interviews as pivotal moments, yeah. even though, you know, there are so many great interviews. Yeah, of course. But the one I will always hate is <laughs> no, you know, no cap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I did with Wale. Yeah. Oh, the rapper oh, Wale, yeah. yeah. yeah was, <laughs> you know, I was coming, I walked into the uh, station, I walked into the uh, record label. Sorry, caught you. Yeah. Is he as awkward as people say Absolutely, he is? 1,000%. <laughs> because a lot of people say no, he's no, awkward I, as fuck. I, to be honest with you, I know he's not going to like it. He hates the fact that people hop on about that because of the kind of person. So, so why don't you change I it then? Like, why don't you change? Yeah, I understand to some extent. If he, that's you, sometimes you don't know that you're doing things. But if a lot of people are like, saying it though, no. But still, if that is you, sometimes it's you hard just to find change. Yeah. Just thinking like, 
you know, I'm just being me. I'm just quiet, man. I'm, I, yeah, listen, yeah. man, I ain't doing nothing. Why are you guys? Everybody's just criticizing. Mm. That's what you think. Um, but he is, if he's in a great, you know, if he's happy and everything is great, he's great. But mm. it's a worst interview. Um, he gave me a, they gave me a signed CD, brand new CD of the Gifted Album. Mm. Oh yeah, I yeah, didn't that, yeah. open that CD for four years till I threw it away. Is it? Wow, till you threw it away. Yeah. It was that bad. It was that bad. I used to go watch it. But if you watch the interview, but I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go back to bad I'm, I'm interview. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go but if you watch quick. the interview, you might not know because mm. of you know because number one, when I got to the um, to the Atlantic. Records building. Mm. The first person that saw me at the door was like, "Oh, thank God you're here." You know, he's been acting weird all day. The fact that you're Nigerian and African, you at might. least, yeah. like, he's gonna, and mm. that was the time when he was championing whiskey. Right, Before right, right. Everybody yeah, yeah. else in America heard about whiskey. He was already championing whiskey. Mm, 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 he mm, linked mm. up whiskey the night before. You know, so. There was a lot of buzz within our internet space. Yeah. That Wally was connecting with ways. Yeah. He hadn't even gone to Nigeria yet. For real. So there were so much stories. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. And I sat down. The minute I walked into the room, I saw him in his mood and you oh damn. <laughs> we caught him in that mood. Like, this dude. Man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pull out all the stuff <laughs> to try to make this interview. Yeah, to try to penetrate him, man. I did everything. If you watch the interview, you might see maybe one of the but you see me just throwing, just trying throwing him digging. Yes, yeah, digging. No. You know, Digging for gold. So what? What do you mean by awkward? Because I've not, I've not seen him being interviewed. What, what oh, does he do? He's just, he's one of those that he, if he doesn't want to talk. Oh right. If you ask him specific questions, he's ready to give you one word answer. Oh, just one word. He just wants to shut you out. So wow. you leave him there for long, you know. And he's received a lot of criticism around. Exactly my point, though. Everywhere exactly my point. Exactly my point. Because because you're saying that if he's happy or whatever. Clearly he's not because because, because the thing is normally he goes on Twitter and goes on on these rants. He's very moody. It's been consistent with media platforms and a lot of other entertainers about his behavior. That's man there. Yeah. But in his defense, like I said, if that is you, where you just you know I'm just not for that. I yeah, maybe like, not be built for that yeah. kind of interviewing limelight like, kind of thing. People will always, if you're not a people person, mm. unfortunately, the entertainment business is a business for interpersonal skills. Mm -hmm. Those with the best interpersonal skills, they get most of the time the best press. Mm. 100%. Because of the way they relate Makes to sense. people, Makes sense. Yeah. they relate to colleagues, press, all of that stuff. And yeah. those that lack interpersonal skills, please make sure that your talents are absolutely world -class. Phenomenal, yeah. And people can't do without you, then they'll find a way to tolerate you know, the BS that you bring. But if but you don't match yeah. to that consistently, when you have your downtime, people come for you hard. Because, like, oh, that's uh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, he's an ass. No, exactly. Hey, hey, exactly. They remind you. Yeah, because, because the thing is, when it comes to bars, yeah. he can bar you out. Yeah. Right, he he's a phenomenal rapper. Definitely, but then yeah. for some weird reason, there is that thing that's happening to his career. He his career just can't go to the next level, Wale. and and he hates it so because he goes on the rap. But a lot Wale. of people say he's awkward. Wale wow. was the person that introduced Lady Gaga to the world. One hundred percent. What was that? Yes. yes. 
One percent. <laughs> Wale was the first um, person to introduce Lady Gaga to the, to the what, world. What, what, bro, what is that song again? I've forgotten the name of the song. He's always had deals until he was dropped and dropped until Rick Ross pulled him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was yeah. a rock nation as well. He was a rock nation. Yeah, true. Yeah, I do He was a rock nation history. with Jay-Z back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to date He used to date Solange back in the day as well. He's, oh, is it? He used to date Solange back in the day. He's had so many He's been there. He's been there. Wow. However, he's also black. With the fact that, regardless of all this, the fact yeah, he's that still he doesn't there. reach his heights or where he should be, every single year he has a hit. One hundred percent, true. He's no, good. The, the he's dope. The yeah, yeah. No, the, the talent is dope. Yeah, but I think Wale should have been in the realm. No, he knows of, he of like Kendrick, yeah, yeah. J. Cole, oh, there, yeah, yeah. That era. He, he, knows, knows, he, knows, he knows. He knows. He says it all the time, and I think his personality. So his personality is the the. The key yeah. in terms of excelling him and shifting him. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. that's that's a shame. Man. All right, cool. Let's let's jump into one of your most recent interviews, man. Which I love that interview, yeah. bro. You know, and that was the one where um you were talking to Peter of P Square. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I fucking love that interview. Right, give it up for that interview. You go, yeah. I mean, I fucking love that right, interview. The way you made it. Big up to Peter, man, because the way you handled the whole interview as well. I was like, bro, this guy's, this guy's, this guy's great, man. You know what I mean? Like, I was watching because I'm, I'm one person. I'm not a big fan of Zoom yeah. interviews yeah. because I cannot feel that it takes away from. The last you, 12, you know what I'm saying? The like, last twelve months has opened yeah. doors. The last yeah. twelve months has changed things. Um, the last twelve. 12 months have shifted the way we're going to live our lives for the rest of time. 100%. And it's made things even a lot comfortable for yeah. interviewers and artists and entertainers. So the our hunger for wanting to get people in the studio now can stop. Yeah. If you can't come into the studio, you can Zoom. wake up in your room, just jump on the Zoom. 100%. On Instagram Live, we can make it happen. They're there. more comfortable in their own environment and can probably give Talk a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So I, you know, I started that way early into the pandemic uh, lockdown early last year and I continued with a host of interviews on Instagram Live. With Peter of P-Square, it goes back to what I was saying. Peter is an open book. A very comfortable speaker who wants to say stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. You can tell. So, for the members of the media, he is media gold for mm, us. Yeah. You only need to ask him a question. And he goes he, up. He goes into a tangent. And second of all, even for PR purposes, he's also great because a lot of people found out stuff because of because he was talking, people found out a lot more about him mm. and his story and we're like oh so that explains it then mm. whereas before we were just going off of what we saw on assumptions and that yeah and stuff yeah so with him like and, and that was why i told him that for me as a media person even though some people are like oh this guy talks too much no please don't love stop it talking Go on. <laughs> we want an entertainer that can engage and have a conversation yes they have to be very careful so they don't have slip-ups that might get them in trouble. Mm. Um, I used to be that kind of interviewer mm. that was looking for gotcha moments and viral moments. Yeah. And stuff. Right, right. But as a fan of the culture and specific artists now, I'm not looking for your downfall. Exactly. We don't want to yeah. get you in trouble. I don't want nothing that's going to make you look bad. 
trash you or whatever, apart from if you want to talk about it. So even if I'm going to ask you questions, I'll ask you questions in such a way that I've given you a bridge not to jump into the water. You know, mm. I didn't want to speak about the fallouts with his brother. I because that's what I was wondering. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want, because I know it's a sore, you know, it's a very sore subject. I know it always brings back emotions and he had the potential to say something that was going that to would, be yeah. crazy. Yeah. Because he's still feeling hurt. I'm a P-Square fan. I love them, man. I love them, I love them. They've gone through this in the view of the public for four or five years. If I'm a P-Square fan, do I want to really bring that again? Dig in there, so nah, you don't want to do that. So I asked him questions around it, even though he touched on those. Yeah. But I didn't ask him direct questions that would have demanded direct answers Mm. that would have made him even say more crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was watching that interview, yeah? And I was wondering, because just like you said, you know, we've not seen P-Square for a couple of years yeah, now. Yeah. And some of the things that he was saying, I was wondering, bro, is that real beef? Proper beef. They ain't talking. Like real, real beef. Beef. Their families are not relating. You know, his wife uh, wished his twin brother a happy birthday about four or five months ago. And the twin brother responded on social media, don't. Don't do that because you haven't wished me a happy birthday in five years. So why are you doing it publicly? But what was the problem? Like, 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 yeah. like, how did he get, how did he get to this? Because just like you said, we all love Peace Grid. Yeah. Like watching them doing all the he Usher had, moves and all the like. explained. I think, you no, know. I think he did he explain. explained perfectly in the sense that the and, fans were largely responsible um, and there was a narrative that was put in the public that P Square Peter was just a dancer, whilst Paul. Oh yeah, I can't remember people saying all that. So there was that narrative that was in 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 the press initially. It wasn't a problem because they were making money and doing their thing. Of course, yeah. But the consistency of that narrative started to chip away at Peter. Right. And then, unfortunately, according to him. His voice was now being put down in a group, like, you know, if he makes suggestions with regards to music or directions, eh, let's keep going this way. Da, da, da. So he's starting to think, you know, th- there's a narrative out there already. Y'all ain't taking my advice and taking my stuff. Like my soul then you've added the family beef of not accepting my, my wife as family or whatever. For real? It's time to walk that walk. That's mad. And you know, one good thing I took away from that interview is because I'm not going to lie, the narrative is his wife, his wife yes. came in and spoiled everything. Yep, and I'm not going to lie, that is that what I've been going for. Oh, yes. that's that's yes. But that interview, what I tell him, like, what? Yeah. That, that well, woman has been the there from time. Yeah. Yeah. So like she was actually was, helping them. So that was a, another great, you know, takeaway from such an interview mm. where he was very open with his conversation. He spoke about the fact that they met this woman as an up and coming artist. Mm. And this woman was the person that was giving them gigs. Mm. So he was a nobody when he met this woman. Yeah. And then the relationship started. Obviously now he's P-Square legendary yeah. musician. But what people get is the ah here goes that situation a mixed race woman comes in in, now splits the whole family because he's now a superstar not knowing that this this was his woman when she actually gave him food she's been there from day one 
that's mad. On that thing, that's because I've been going on the thing about you know the woman came in and spoiled everything. They're always a scapegoat. It's just like when a conversation with Kim Kardashian and then that's always always there's always always even though they've helped them excel and bring them up. One hundred percent. And one thing that I was speaking about um, recently was the fact that the scapegoat usually is the wife. Yeah. That's always the case, yeah, though, isn't 100%. it? You know, because I said it, I actually said this on my podcast, <laughs> that somehow we believe that, you know... It's always the woman. The, no, that the wife must take our side. And when they go to bed at night, when they have pillow talk, pillow talk she's going to talk him mm. into our own stance, mm. forgetting that that's his wife. Mm. Her first loyalty... Yeah, lies with him. It's to the man that lays down here. Facts. So wherever you're going, baby, we're going to. Facts. Hundred percent. That's it. Facts. So, but in our crazy world, outside of those rooms, that room <laughs> went taking down, and she's riding with us. <laughs> yeah. So when she comes and she's like, "No, nah, I'm sticking with my mind." Like, what? She was the one I spoke to. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Bloody so, entitlement, bro. Yeah, isn't it? It's yeah, entitlement, yeah. Evan. In our twisted world, somehow. She's going to disregard the man she lays down with, committed her life to, and say, Do you know what, babe? I think I'm going to rock with those guys because you're talking trash. That is the end of that relationship. Bro. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Listen, that's the end of it, man. You, you, you get what I'm saying? That is the end. That's you got full stop. That's the mad thing. You know, that's the mad thing. But but it's real, though, because it happens in, in so many families, oh, bro. It's everything. Friendship groups as well. Of course. You get what I'm saying? Like, you always see... The both of you are friends. He finds a new girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Start hanging out yes. with a girlfriend. This person start getting mad. Yeah, yeah. Like y'all, y'all look like I've known you for 10, 15 years. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But you, some, you know what I'm some, but no, but some girls though, some girls. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are some. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, man. My don't draw now, quick, bro. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. She's like, yo, man, I don't want you rocking with the I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. Podcast, different girls come in. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. bro. Exactly. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? I can't come to the podcast no more. Exactly. See, see, you know what? So, so <laughs> that's, a, that's a good sign at the bad time. You guys say. So, but come on. Yeah, man. Like, listen, yeah, man. Nah, nah, nah. It, it yeah. definitely does happen, bro. Yeah. The, the thing is, I always tell people this, bro. If your girl got a problem with something, you go, I'm saying, cool. If you guys can know, took a bite amicably and sort it out or whatever, <laughs> and yeah. you feel all right, cool, you go ride with your girl. Ride with your girl is cool because I understand that you're supposed to ride with your girl. Mm. Because if it was me, I would ride with my girl. Yeah. Especially so if that's at, at what expense then? No, no, no. Especially if, if she's as. If she's been there from the beginning, like right. just, just like Peter, you're better. You're in a better position to ride with your wife, Done. because that's the one that. You, wait, are, wife, wait, are we talking wife or girlfriend now? Wife. That's why I wanted to make it clear. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> your wife is gonna. There's a potential yeah. that she's gonna be there forever. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. gonna hold you down. Your girl. She's gonna. She. she what, if, what happens? She cuts off this whole situation. You don't come in and podcast with your boys, and everything's done. 
And then six months down the line, she moves on, on to the next, next rich guy in the neighborhood. Bro. Your you're friendless, bro. Now you've got to come back with your... T- come back with... With your tail your legs. Come, come back with... Come back with... already have a new commentator and he's great. He, he, that's it. Yo, that's that. that because at the end of the day, bro, that's it. Because at the end of the day, the podcast... That's it. The podcast goes, go, man. Bro, that's crazy. When it's your wife, that's why he with Peter was a lot more sensitive that's his wife mm. mother of his children yeah. he was going to ride with her as he should she was going to ride yeah. with him they built a world together as he unfortunately should. again there will be other situations in the family that we all don't know and understand yeah, 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 yeah. however the when you speak to him his stance becomes a little bit clearer and you understand why because bro, I was watching it. I was thinking about the whole thing. I was like, damn, I saw one that grew up watching P Square. Yeah. Big fan of P Square, you get me? Mm. Like so identical. We were calling them, you know, um the the Nigerian Oceans and everything. But that rumor, yeah. yes, we all heard it. Everybody heard that it. that Peter is the dancer. Everybody heard it. You know, wow, rude okay. boy. Was the, the singer guy? Music maker, yeah, you know, so everybody had it. Yeah, right. people like me that had the opportunity to see them perform, you know, I have memories that would dispel that rumor. Yeah, however, right. not that many people around the world. There are millions of fans, whereas we're only thousands that have seen them live. Yeah, the fact that he's yeah. still doing music now, though, and no, his, and his album, music are, is no, banging. The album is. Absolutely, a this new one, yeah, this new one, fantastic, banging, fantastic, and I think that proves the point. You know, he proves his point that he is a talented brother. He justifies his stance, yeah. That you know his style of music does work, Mm. and there's a space for it. One percent, bro. Culture, and number three, that the perception that everybody had that he Mm. couldn't do nothing is absolute gutter. Mm. He's an incredible talent. You know what? Uh, yeah. You know what? No, well, uh, I think to be fair, though, from time I never believed it because you could tell this. Nah, this he's dope. He's dope as fuck, bro. People, he's he's yeah. dope as fuck. He's a, they're he's about dope, man. Yeah. You know, and but the thing is, they as you run they they're both making money, so that that that's that's a thing. power to them. Yeah, yeah. They they're thing, making though. more than what they used to make. Yeah. So hey, that's, me personally, I, I just don't like the way he was just. Uh, you know, he was just saying, "Listen, I'm making my money now. This, 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 this." And like it kind of was like throwing shade, on, you know, on the other group. No, like no, you know, it like came across that way. He's angry. He's emotional, and I think education and information nowadays we have Helps, to yeah. allow her, ourselves some leeway. Yeah. You, know, you, mm. you can't expect anything less from somebody that has been made to believe he was worth nothing. 100%. So 100%. Made true, to true. That 100%. He's going to go hard. He'll go hard. Absolute rubbish. rubbish. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. that was made to believe that once he left the group, he was going to die of hunger. Mm. And yet he's here. He's still he's here. He's still killing it. Everything. He's still he killing it. Incredible music. He's making a lot more money. He's, he's, he's feeding there. himself and his family. He's enjoying himself. Facts. And a little bit emotional mm. about it because the wound still hurts. Still there. Regardless yeah, still there. Everybody wants to say, that's his twin brother, not his blood brother. The twin, bro. That's the person he came to this world with. At the same yeah. time. So he, there's still a hole there, that yeah. they still have to feel. They still have but to feel it, now, yeah. There will be other emotions to mask 
All that. All that. You know? At the end of the day, man, shout out to P Square, man. We're fans. Shout out to Peter. Facts. Shout out to Rude Boy. Hopefully, one of these days. We we gonna get a nice yeah, key square album. You know what I'm saying? They might not be dancing the same. Yeah, like, you got know me. They might not be dancing the same anymore because because bro, I was looking at my man. I was thinking my man is getting older, bro. I'm not sure he's he, he, you know he's still gonna be dancing all that. Saw Earth, Wind and Fire at the Versus. Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> talking about? Hey, imagine that. And my man, and my man was still looking fresh. James Brown was dancing till he was gone. You get know what I'm saying? Was dancing Them guys were still looking fresh. Bro. If you go and watch them, this rock, old rock, Rolling Stones or whatever, they're giving it up. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, man. They're still that's there, man. They're still there. That's time. They're still time. there. They're yeah. still there. But, but, but with this, uh, the, with the Afro beats now, and then we've talked about the insecurity in Nigeria. So, what do you think? Like, do you think is the time where these artists need to start, you know, awakening that consciousness? Like, people, you know, turning their music towards. They that. have. They but have. it's not. That kind no, of music is not really. They have. Uh, Techno Mouse, Rara, Yemiala, the criminal in Agbada, mm. Whiskey, mm. you know. They Mama dropping names. Back yeah, yeah, yeah. to back for you. Mama dropping names. From time. It was just that we were dancing to it. Hey, Rara. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying he don't take. He don't take. Since 1960, they yeah. lying to us. Mm. No electricity. They stole our money. Mm. He said that in a hit record. Back ten, about you, almost you. ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we decided to dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the criminal in Agbada. Yeah. She's saying that. No, but it's not our fault. If, if you put a nice beat to it, listen, bro. She was having the same Ole in her record. You know, a full record dedicating dedicated to calling out. Politicians and how badly they've robbed us, mm. but we decided to dance to it and forget the words in it. You know, um, was uh, whiskey bang bang bang. He's he's been talking that talk. Shout out to whiskey, bro. So Shout out to whiskey. Man. It's yeah. just that we don't listen to Maya. Do we want to talk about? Timaya? Yeah, Timaya's yeah. always been there, yeah. yeah Timaya's Timaya always been there, bro. That. You know, true, two true faces been on that. Boy, boy. Oh. Listen, boy, but then you can't fault us, though. The, listen, the music is too sweet, bro. Yeah, but they I, try. You know what I mean? The beats are, think, the beats are banging, bro. From the Western bro. world, from yeah. like, let's say, UK, yeah. I think the perception of, you know, like dance hall is, yeah, 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 in the club, you're dancing, yeah. man, you know, whatever. Yeah. So Afrobeat is that kind of thought process. That's the only music that comes out is from there yeah deep, deep yeah. songs yeah. so that, that's the thing and obviously 100%. because it's we part- understand the UK people ain't really understanding the language the language yeah. they're just like oh yeah like you say with the beat and it's like but, yeah, yeah. but slowly you know I mean? slowly with the likes of the whiz kids the new generation yeah you know that yeah, slowly their languages and their words and their lyrics are starting to transcend yay Yay is a conscious song. Yeah. Very conscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, conscious. Yeah, yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. very conscious. Yeah. So that song basically True. was saying, True. "Yay, like they've they've killed us." <laughs> yeah. So it was a frustration song. But yeah, it's just yeah, that yeah, we decided, yeah, 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 yeah. The beat too sweet, brother. Exactly. <laughs> the beat too sweet, brother. Becomes a trend on TikTok. Or it's like that's a it, man. That's it. That's it. What Brian Boy did with Manifest. Um, in in the do me by uh, in the do me that, that yeah. at the beginning hey, of the song, that song they was, that spoke about 
how Nigeria was yeah, a business was deal. And yeah, 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 yeah. He's talking like they're talking his no, talk. To be fair though, is this his album? I, yeah, he really did touch on it, yeah. killing it. I, I, for Talks me, it. I think initially I was also one of those people. Ah, oh, yo, these people need to be talking about the problem, but they're talking about it. Mm. It's just that Nigerians is the Nigerian mentality. No matter how tough life is, mm. you still want to find something yeah, to smile still about. Enjoy. So sure, these sure. guys and girls are a reflection of that mentality. Yes, they can keep talking, 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 but they also still want to put a smile on people's faces. Mm. And they want to tell stories that are relatable to us. Mm. And hence why they will make all of those songs. But I kid you not, no album from any of these A-list stars, Wiz, David Burner, Yemi Tiwa, none of these guys has a project out that does not have a real issue song at mm. least one. shout out to all them guys bro. <laughs> shout out to all them guys they are killing it because because it's so amazing seeing um Yemi Alade with yeah. Beyonce right she is she is murdering it Great. right we are seeing um pff, fucking Bonaboy the Grammys man yeah. but he's raised the bar man yeah. he's 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 killed it <laughs> Yeah. Right, we we are looking at Bonaboy doing so what he's two doing. Time Grammy award yeah, movie. two times back to back. You get I me? Mean? Yeah. You know that's not a game. That is yeah. not a game, bro. Yeah. I see him winning at least three or four. That is not oh, yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. Easy. He's gonna yeah. easy. He's got easy. Keys. I easy. know how to get here now. Well, when we come to the, I know, but, how you know to when get he, here. Wow. Yeah. So he knows how to get to a nomination like this. <laughs> yeah. The song he dropped on Friday has become. Playlisted Bro. on every platform platform in the UK from Kiss FM to Capital Extra to BBC to The Beat London. Everybody's playlisted it and it instantly got played at the Washington Wizards and Dallas Mavericks game this morning. Bro. Wow. 48 hours. Bro. So, like, he's got the keys. I know how to drive from Dagenham to this place now. I could do it with my eyes closed. Yeah. He, he, so, he knows how to drive. Yeah, yeah. He knows how to drive straight to the Grammys, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, has, he knows how to drive straight to the Grammys, bro. The team, it's the same team. So they're going to do that in their sleep. They will take him to the Grammys every time he drops an album. At it's least for the next two or three years, but that conversation. Yeah. It's like no Drake, you know. Yeah, just like Drake. Just like Drake. Just, the image. You know. He has a flavor now. Bro. Yeah. He's won it. Yeah. The fact that he won that, he fits the image. He's with the the, the team that's working for him. His music is he's on a Justin Bieber album. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? The album, bro. He's a, he's on not a remix. No, <laughs> his voice bro. is on the Pepsi advert. That's he's mad. on the Grand Theft Auto. What are you talking about? Yeah. My guys, no, 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 Bonner is big. He's no, 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 he's big. Queen and Slim. So there's Queen and Slim, the movie. Soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Grand Theft Auto, he's the soundtrack. Pepsi 2021, he's the soundtrack. Then he's on Justin Bieber's album. Boom. Then he's got other Psy. He did one with Psy. He did one with Sam Smith. He's got one with Ed Sheeran. He's got two with Stormzy. What are you talking about? Dave. Oh, Eddie one. Yeah. Eddie one as well, man. My man is killing it, bro. So it's, it's a continuous process. And then he's done Naughty by Nature. He's done, then he's going to do some other dudes. Brother Boy, I describe him a lot of times and I try to break it down. He is a Nigerian that writes and sings in broken English, has a South London swag. Yeah. Looks like he's from Atlanta. Hip hop era mm. and can sing and dance all. Yeah. So it's the first. He got a full package. He's got a full package. 
every genre like this. Yeah. He, he got the full Daddy party. Then you can bro. do Afrobeat music. Yeah, he's he's killing it without the S. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he can he can do the fella yeah. thing. No, yeah, he so, can, he can. No, he so, can. I know, I know he can. Yeah. So it's easy. He can. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you you would have to say something, yeah. we, which I know what you want to say. Yeah, because we need to shut you up for a minute. Okay, no, okay. So what you want to say, yeah. bro? Because I think what pisses with this? Because we were f- we're talking about what? So is there is two, three weeks ago or something? Yeah. Isn't it? Is there yeah. another level for Burner? B- B- Have you? Because he was like, he feels like you know, Burner's got to that. Yeah, I so think there's no, no, no nowhere to. Yeah, as okay, this is what I said. Yeah. I said, um, I'm not talking about awards yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. I'm talking about musically. Okay. Body of work, yes. album, yeah. right? I think it comes across like he's reached his peak because okay. because even though um, the latest album, yeah, yeah, won the Grammy, yeah. I personally think yeah. this is my opinion okay. that um, the African Giant yeah. is a better body of work. Do you want me to answer your question? Go ahead. First of all, everybody accepts that African Giant is a classic album. Um, That's what I'm saying. A classic album. Yeah. Nas had a classic album in 1993. 100%. Pneumatic. Yeah. But he's he's still continuing. He's still Nas. He's still Nas. Twice as tall, people forget that That's Burner Boy's sixth album. Sixth album, bro, that's crazy. So bro. when you get to a sixth album, you have earned the right to do whatever you want to do mm. on an album coming from a classic album. <laughs> when you drop a classic album, <laughs> you have earned the energy right. God on you, bro. Energy God, whatever you want to do, whatever yeah, yeah. you want to perform with not by nature, you want to do. And then I tell people again, if you drop a f- 12, 15 track album for me. And I can pick six, seven tracks out of that album for my culture. That's, that's it's a dumb. win. That's, that's a, a win, win right there. Easy. Win. That aside. Easy. Him reaching his peak, I think you're absolutely 1,000% absolutely wrong. Yikes. Because... Burner boy. <laughs> I thought that my man was what was, was, was say he was yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely yeah. right. He got like I really, really. Because. It's like finding a sweet spot. Mm. Burner Boy now knows what you want to hear. <laughs> you, and you are in trouble for that. He can just dish That's it to you. That's why Easy. he dropped Kilometer. And Kilometer did what it did. Bro, that's hours. a tune, bro. That's a tune, bro. Bring you back. Burner Boy is originally a dancehall yeah. artist mm. who raps and rhymes but can sing. Mm. So when you listen to that's, him... That's dangerous. Da- so when you listen to him, whatever you like as a fan, he has the potential to serve it to you in one go. Same as Whiskey. They were rappers yeah. and dancehall artists. Yeah. Whiskey was a reggae artist. People yeah. forget that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a yeah. dancehall artist. They yeah. started with dancehall. So these guys are rhyme stars. They are so now that they're singing, they are singing their raps. So mm. yeah. their punchlines are incredible. Their lyrics. That's are a dangerous package, man. And then they can write the beat like it's nobody's dangerous business. package. So dangerous package. He's found himself a sweet spot. He's enjoying himself now. 
He has a body of work in the stash at any point. He's about to drop another album. That's crazy. He's going to drop another one in three months. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> we, listen, listen, listen. We want to be in trouble. You get me? I want, we all want to be in trouble. It's like saying that whiskey has reached its peak. Never. When you hear, you know, the last album, you know that the world is in trouble but that's, that was a reflection of the state of mind mm, yeah that whole album was a reflection of the state of mind i'm chilling in london you know i've got my little baby here you know i'm here eating drinking smoking anytime i want beautiful girls in the studio what is that one and he translated <laughs> that in a body of work yeah. and everybody took that like that's like it that. so Easy. So all he needs to do, he's been in Ghana again, a different mentality since the 24th of December. Yeah. He's lived there for the last four or five months. He's doing his thing he's over there, man. songs as well. Mm. That's reflecting Africa the experience there. Yeah. Imagine when he now puts that out. So that's where these guys and, and the, the, these people are. You know, they're yeah. in a position where they can now, they are now comfortable to serve us how they feel yeah. and they see that we're taking it. Easy. So there's no peak, there's no ceiling. Easy. You know, what can only happen is because of their expertise and the experience and how incredible they are, they are now teaching, instead of the young kids to start from the ground, the young kids can start from where Burner had reached yeah. with maybe African Giant yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Shout outs to Fireboy who mm, dropped mm, a classic mm, album mm, coming mm, out mm, again. Mm, 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 mm. That's rare. The Dabo is dope. Oh, it's rare. The Dabo is on fire. This new generation, the classic album guys, are very few. You know, Whiskey had a debut classic. Ice Prince had a debut debut classic. Uh, in my opinion, David O had a debut uh, debut classic, but pe- some people still beg to differ. We're gonna talk about David yeah, o. people beg, but I, I believe we're talk he about had a classic album out of gate. Yeah, because his sound was being was was perfect. It was in between R and B and R&B, yeah. so it was great. And if you go down the line, you look at you know people like Yemi Alade and whatever. She hit a classic album when she did the Africa. She, she's and, fucking dope, you know, man. She had a classic album. She's fucking dope, so man. So a lot of these guys and girls have now found the sweet spot. Yeah, the sweet spot. And you, so it's great. You know, the only thing that can take away from them is if they lose their hunger or they misuse their funds. Mm. Because you got to invest back into that. 100%. Yeah. You have to be able to shoot the top videos. 100%. Brenner dropped a video straight away. He ju- He's dropped a video every four weeks for the last four months. Dude is crazy, bro. Yeah. He's on fire, bro. He's, he's a machine. Later, he's dropped 23. He's dropped. So he's doing it back to back to back. And then he dropped Kilometer exactly four weeks after 23 was released. It's crazy. You know, but the thing with Bonner, though, is if you actually listen to his lyrics, that guy, they... Talk, I think. No, 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 no. The, like, the guy's a machine. It's something where, you know, the guy's even a machine, you dance bro. to it, you Stay dance to it, all right, but you can listen to the where it's coming from. The guy that from 2012. Yeah. The guy So he's come with that energy since 2012. Mm. However, as an audience, we didn't give him the attention from that time. From that time. So now that we're giving him the attention, it's like, oh, oh my God, this guy's, guy's a, but he's been yeah. dope. The same thing. Oh, no. His stories never change. He had Soke. Soke was about hard. problems of Nigeria. Hard, 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 you hard. Know, he had that. He, you know, he's always had those records every year, every year that he dropped. Do you think about Bonner? Yeah, he's like that. 
crack. He he's like that crack dealer, right? That that you don't know about. He's been selling dope for time, and now you just find out, damn, this guy has good dope. But he's been selling dope for time, bro. And and, and now you're hooked. You know what I'm saying? Because because I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm I'm a big Bonafide, and I hope that he's not reached the ceiling. Because when I heard his new album and the old, one, I was like, damn, the old one. You can't skip no, one track. Unfortunately, you can't. You, you know what I'm saying? If you're a music fan, you have to get to a position. I had to. I had to train myself. Hmm. You know, I had to train myself so that would allow you to enjoy appreciate all the music yeah. and everything. So I had to train myself to kind of just, yo, what's happening with Twice as Tour? Okay, the first one or two records or three records maybe wasn't for me, but the minute he hit Onyeka, Bebo. Twenty-three, twenty-three, naughty by Problem. nature. Bank on it. Problem. You're talking to me. Problem. So yeah. if you're talking to me with five, six songs, I'm good. I'll give you five. <laughs> I'm good. Sure I'm good. True that, man. You know, true that. That's it. And and that's how I want people to think. You know, I, I was listening on my way here, listening to the young King Perry. I didn't even expect something like that yeah, from King bro, Perry. I, yeah, I never gave him that type of time and. The brother came with a crazy album. I'm blown away. This is my fifth listen in two days. Joe Boy, absolutely out of the world crazy. That's dope. You know, so I'm super gassed that these young boys... Are killing it, man. They are killing it. The talent right now that's coming out of Africa, Nigeria, is dangerous. Like King Promise and Kwame. If you decide not to give them and say, ah, man, listen, this ain't whiskey, man. This song ain't cool. You're not going to be able to listen guys. to You them. are the one that's going to lose. <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard these guys' word, Black Bones? I, I was listening. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, album yeah, I'm yeah, listening yeah. to now. Yeah, yeah. Black Bones is sick. Sick. I mean, sick. That's the album I listened to sick. until I got here. Sick, sick. You know, so He's killing I'm it. listening to that as well. I decided to give him, let me give him a listen to, yeah. There are a few, a couple of the songs that I'm like, a little bit too much in terms of his direction and the lyrics of the record or whatever, but... So far, so good. Yeah, I'm, man, he's 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 fucking yeah, dope, man. I'm, I'm on the sixth track. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, that's that's good sounds. But Joe Boy and these boys, they they killing it. Yeah, and that's how you're gonna be able to be a good judge. Just before we get a fuck out of here, yeah, you said something about Davido. Yes, and we've had a very 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 deep argument yeah. here. Yeah. I think mm. Davido is talented as fuck. Mm. But a lot of people give him flax, right? Mm. Because just like you said, he came from a billionaire family and yeah. everything. A lot of people say, yo, when you have the money, things are going to be easier for you. You're going to get to the top and everything. I disagree with that. You get what I'm saying? Because, for example, when you see, okay, I'm going to use the Kardashian family now. Yeah. Right? Rob, he's the boy in, in the family. Yeah. He has the money to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Yeah. But still, he can't. He's a bum. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You think straight up. <laughs> That's true, though. No, it's not a bum. Maybe he likes that I don't believe. I don't believe that because you come from a uh, from a rich family. His PR is not good, Should but he's not a bum. Bro, call it, call it, <laughs> bro, call it whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that because you come from a rich family, things are going to, you, you're going to hit it. I, I don't all, think so. First of all, David O., is one of the most incredibly gifted entertainers we have out of Africa. David O is one of the most unique entertainers we have seen on the African continent. Mm. Unique 
in a variety of ways. Number one, his drive for success and hunger for the culture should not be at that level based on how comfortable he is. his lifestyle is. That's my point. That hunger, it takes that's my point. How <laughs> the Nigerians that I know, mm. including myself, I could not look at a bank balance of near a billion dollars. <laughs> still, he doing all and wake up to work that and hard. And when Shopsy do says he wants to interview you, you still turn up being excited and doing 20, 30 interviews. That's mad. Thing. That's one. Number two, when David came into the game, a lot of people forget that at that time we had so many options. Mm. Wiz was blowing up, yeah. Ice Sprints was blowing up, you know, more hits and one day call were going crazy. Everybody was going crazy. Shout out to one day though. I grew up with voices like Orlando Owo mm. in Nigeria where they were husky. I grew up with Brian Adams. I grew up with Phil Collins. Husky voices mm. that had soul and were able to translate songs in a completely different way to how Lionel Richie would translate yeah, or an yeah. R. Kelly would translate. Yeah. Sting was one of the biggest artists when I was growing up. Mm. He came with that husky feel to his voice, mm. but he was able to do exactly what everybody else was doing 100%. in his own way. David came into the game with a husk to his voice. Plus, he also was a high life. Even though he was doing Afrobeats, he was, David was a little bit high life. Yeah. So if you listen to his songs, his Emma Dami Duro, Emma, those were high life influenced lyrics Tunes, yeah. and records. Yeah. So his vocal ability suited that perfectly. Plus, he opened the door to the younger generation understanding that there are different vocal ranges when it comes to making music. Mm. Now, put that aside. Let's now talk, in a, let's talk about hit records, hit selections, and consistency. For days. The only artist in Africa that can stand eye to eye with David when it comes to dipping in the bag and pulling out those hit records will be Starboy Whiskey. I, even, I, thought Bonner, you, I thought you were, you were going to say Bonner, though. Bonner I thought you were going to say Bonner, though. Bonner can, because he too has now had a catalogue that there are so many songs in that catalogue. He's just, we've got to be honest, Bernard is an amazing, incredible artist that's at that level right now. Yeah. But over the last two, three years, 2018, is when he stepped into that level. Yeah, he's the king now. He's Wiz the king now. and David... They've been around. They've been they've in been that, that level time. since time. 2012, bro. And let me, let me shock you and remind you that none of them fell out of that level till today. Do you know what it takes? The both of them just reminds me. At that level for 10 no. years and people sure. say you don't have talent, yet you can do a two-hour show with hit records back-to-back. -back. David was the first entertainer bar P-square that picked up his bags from Kenya to Ivory Coast, Ivory Coast to Tanzania, Tanzania to South Africa, South Africa to Ghana. Concerts, collaborations, features, performances, promoting himself beyond his market. That's crazy. He was the first after P Square. Nobody else. 
Yeah, great done that. So when we celebrate ways for his greatness and burner and, and Yemi and Tiwa and whatever, we have to clear the road for David. David sits. No, no, sure, of course. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Of, do you know how many rich kids are in the game now? Do you, I, I don't want to mention them to you. You'll be shocked. Yeah. Do you know how many rich kids are in the game now? But they still they can never sniff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They can't sniff David's ankle. If it was the money, there are so many rich kids in Afrobeats right now. Some of them have even fell out. But that's my point. Yeah, some of them have gone with their money. They carry the money come and carry the money go. See, that's my point though. Because, because, because that was what I was if saying. If I mention names, you'll be stunned. You'll be big bags. I'm not talking just like little bags. Big bags. And that's because. David also inspired a generation of comfortable Kids. youngins that could tell their parents that, yo, I want to do this, even though they're coming from a rich background. Yeah. And, and, and that's through David as well. But he's kept it at that level consistently. Like, yo, people need to... Give me respect, man. No, no. Every know, argument with David not being talented is... Bro, I don't that's what I always tell people. Like, me personally, what is, yeah. If I yeah. ask you a simple question, what is talent? What's talent to you? What would you say... If I say a talented musician, what would be the first thing that comes to your mind? What would you identify as talent for a musician? Someone that's kind of getting to a level where the music hits deep mm. and it kind of, you can relate to it, hits you on an emotional level, okay. something that you feel good about when you hear it. Good. If I ask you, what's a talented musician? What would be the first thing that comes to your mind? I would say a talented musician, right? It's someone who can go into a studio mm. and create something, right? That whatever he, he or she creates mm. will resonate to with every person that actually listens to if it. If I go to you, my yeah. brother. So I'm saying same, same thing. thing. It resonates with mine. Is resonate with me. Okay. So if you can, in your time, whatever you do, and then do something, and then I relate to it, then that do is. Do you know talent. that there's something that we didn't mention? Nobody said, "Oh, great vocals or <laughs> incredible lyrics." Bone. You see, true, yeah. true, Whereas true, true. The general public, when they're speaking about talent. The first thing that comes to their mind is, oh, the focus has to be low. Yeah, yeah he, he, exactly. Like he mm-hmm. can't sing; he's always shouting. No. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's why they come. Yeah. Whereas talent is comes in exactly the ways you mentioned. Being able to identify the perfect, you know, records to deliver to an audience that they would accept. One, two, identifying the right people to work with you to create greatness. Three, being the face of the content that you're creating and people accept it based on how you deliver it to them. Damn. That's the different forms of talent. Mm. You know, mm. so there are great musicians that lack talent. that yeah. talent and will yeah. fail yeah. every day of, course. of the week. Of course. Because mm. they can write great music and can sing, sing like forever, yeah. But, but they, still, they're just not. They're nowhere. Really, it doesn't. They're nowhere. Yeah, yeah. nowhere. Yeah. You know, to me, to me, that's part of the reason why I rate him. Like I know a lot of people give him flack, you know, but I, I'm one of them people that it's not easy what he does. Yeah. No, Waking up in the morning, knowing that your dad is rich, or, or knowing that you came from a rich home, <laughs> and still say, I, you know what, I still want to go out there and earn my yourself, own yeah. and do it my own. bro. I rate that any day yeah, of the week, bro. You know, bro. You know, trust me, man. Like, listen, but man, 
Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you thank so you much. Guys. You coming down here to kick it with us and everything. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, you for know. blessing us nah, with your energy. Seriously, man. You know, people like us wish that we had people like that that could come in and just inspire us a little bit and, and just pass a little bit of the energy when we're doing The, the knowledge and everything, yes. man. Yeah. So yes. this, yeah. this does a lot. So um, I'm, it's a pleasure. To, to, to be here with you guys. Unfortunately, I couldn't drink, but... Nah, nah, nah. It's all good. Can you tell the viewers, obviously, yeah. about your show, where, yeah. where they can see you, where they can listen to you and everything? So, bro. yeah, man. I've got a podcast every single week. It's called Adi Chopin Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. It breaks down the hottest topics in the culture. You can catch it on all platforms from YouTube to Apple, Spotify. Subscribe, like, share. And, of course, if you're in the UK or Europe, you can catch us on Yanga TV every Saturday, uh, that's 7.30 p.m. And Monday, repeat at 7 p.m. Sky 186, FreeSat17274. Check it out, Yanga TV. That's what's up, man. Can, 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 bro, can, can you spell, spell that? What, 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 what he just said right now. Why should I say what he just said? I was writing it down, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing it down. He was laughing. That would be hard. You know, you know, and also, you can check out this podcast, yeah. FOTB Network on YouTube, or follow us on IG, Fresh Off The Boat Pod. Go on YouTube, subscribe, like it, leave a comment, tell a friend to tell a friend. Please tell your friends about us and everything. You know, at the end of the day, we are not here without you guys and all that, you know. So thank you so much to all the viewers and whatnot. And before we leave you, you've been around for time. A legend this game. When when it's all said and done, when people mention your name, what would you want people to remember? He was a proud African that loved Afrobeats. That's what's up. Love that, man. Love that. That's what's up. That's what's up. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming, man. And before we leave, one more, one more, one more question. Yeah. Who would you like to see on the sea? Anybody, man. I think it's it's a great vibe. It's a great energy. It's a great room. I think anybody, anybody within our culture can come in here and just cut it with you guys and just have a calm conversation anybody should come here anybody from all of the Afrobeat artists anybody in the culture anybody man that's what's don't up worry, man. throw people your way bro and then listen energy bro energy gone energy gone <laughs> my bro thank you so much man thank you so much we really 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 do appreciate you go check out his podcast check out everything that he's doing man trust me trust me you will absolutely love it and we're gonna be here back again next week week. same time check out this episode it drops on thursday um what date is it thursday again i feel it's like the fourth or fifth sixth sixth the um yeah yeah. the um sixth and that yeah so this is gonna drop on this on on the is it sixth or seventh uh, yo, the time's That's going that quick. Bro, the time goes flies by. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, this is the sixth. So, this episode is going to drop on the sixth. You're going to find it on all your platforms. And until next week, peace.